a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What does it mean to do immersive marketing? And how can you market your company with 360 degrees? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Andy Johns, and I am happy to be your host once again. I am joined by Lori Virgine uh, with uh, Empower Consulting in Wisconsin. At M- you can find out more about them at empoweryourbusiness.com. Lori, thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure. Now, you can tell that uh, the audio is a little different today. We are recording from the uh, reception, the welcome reception here at the NTCA uh, NTCA PR and Marketing Conference in Charleston, South Carolina. So we've got a little ambient noise here as uh, as folks, but we thought this would be uh, something kind of fun to do. So we're going to dive in here with Lori and talk about... uh, Talk about some of the topics here. So your session that you're presenting tomorrow is called 360-degree marketing. Tell us, without stealing too much of your thunder, tell us just a little bit about uh, what you're going to be talking about tomorrow. Okay. Well, what we're going to be addressing tomorrow is really immersion-type marketing or immersive-type marketing, where you're putting forth the brand in every facet, every touch point that you have with a customer and using sensory marketing to do that as well. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. We'll be talking, first of all, about what it means and how it differs from the past marketing efforts that we've used. And then we'll talk a little bit about how to do it and the steps to take and and how it all integrates, really, with your other marketing efforts. Sure. I guess with 360 degrees, it would have to kind of all work together. What uh, I, I assume you're talking about just different customer touch points when you talk about 360 degrees. What do you mean by by that? Well, what we're talking about is really taking the products and services that your company offers and being able to create a story with what they bring to the life of customers and then finding a way to integrate that into the customer's, uh, the fabric of the customer's life so that they can see what the product does for them and it is a far more integrated approach than what we've used before. It's not so much making a customer aware and persuading a customer. It's engaging the customer in the whole storytelling of your product and service. And then because of that, you create customer loyalty and you, you essentially create, in the end, customer delight. Sure, and I think that sounds like something everybody would be a fan of. You've got delighted customers. You're, you're in good shape. Now, uh, what kind of channels uh, are you using, or, or do you have some examples of, of how folks can do this? Is it uh, primarily something that you do at the, um, you know, in a uh, marketing pieces with the direct mail, social media? Are you doing it at point of sale? What are some channels that you use to, to do this with customers? Well, it's really all channels. It involves the creative elements that you utilize. It includes the virtual storefront and the physical storefront. It includes events. It includes your public relations. Really, any kind of messaging that goes to the customer, you want to integrate that so it's consistent. So it's mobile marketing. It is your direct marketing in terms of direct mail pieces or advertising or collateral and the digital marketing that you include as well. What are some of the questions that people usually have when you, uh, I think it's a topic some folks are at least a little bit familiar with or think they are, but what are some of the questions that folks usually ask when you, when you talk about this? 
Well, oftentimes when we look at immersive marketing, we see examples from very large companies or corporations. And so one of the questions that I hear is, how can we take that and distill it down to a point that we can use it for small companies where we don't have, you know, 100 people in the marketing department? So there are questions about how to apply it in smaller situations, and there are also questions about how to integrate some of the elements that people maybe aren't quite so familiar with, like the search engine optimization components of it and things of that nature. You mentioned some of the, uh, some of the big companies uh, doing this. What are some of the companies that, in your opinion, do it right or that are doing this well with this kind of approach? Again, I don't want to take too much away from your session tomorrow, but uh, we, the good news is we won't be publishing this podcast until after your session. So go ahead, fire away. But what are some of the companies that do a good job of this? Well, some of the companies that we're going to be using for demonstration purposes tomorrow include, first of all, Disney, which obviously they do a fantastic job in their marketing, but they really do an incredible job of immersion marketing. And then there are other companies that we'll show that are of a smaller nature. One of them is a, a spa that's actually located in Wisconsin called Sundara, and they do an amazing job with immersive marketing as well. Some examples of, of what, what they're doing, either with the spa or with Disney, uh, what are some uh, examples? Well, one of the things, if you look at Disney, everything that has to do with Disney, whether it's literature, whether it's advertising, whether it is um, the elements of your experience when you're on site, whether it's the rides, whether it's the food, whatever, the branding is consistent through all of that. And essentially what they're looking to do is transport you away from everyday life into a magical experience. And, and they do that job very well. If you take a company like Sundara and you take a look at what they do, essentially their campaign is based on the presumption that a single day can change your life. And everything that they do is based around the fact that a single day at their establishment can make all the difference in your world. And with that, there's the whole concept of pampering and luxury and, and the other elements. So it's kind of a different type of example from Disney, but they use the same types of techniques, just with different messaging. Sure. Now, in the telco industry, when uh, you're talking to folks, uh, do you suggest kind of one overall approach for the entire company, or will each service line kind of have its own, whether it's cable or, uh, or uh, TV or Internet or that sort of thing, or is it kind of more overall for the entire company, regardless of what the actual service is? Typically, the general immersive approach is going to be an overarching type approach, and then within it, you'll have the individual service elements and the specialization that comes with each of them. But you really want to have an image of the company overall so that when customers see something or hear something or any other element um, of, of a sensory stimulation that they might come in contact with, that it's obvious to them who they're doing business with and what that company represents. Thank you again. This is uh, Lori Virgin. Uh, she is with Empower Consulting in Wisconsin. EmpowerYourBusiness.com is her website. Lori, uh, what are some of the places that people forget? Uh, you know, if it's if it maybe it's 360 degree marketing, and people remember 280 degrees, but maybe there's a little bit, a few areas where they forget it. Are there some common places where folks don't think about this uh, this approach? Well, what I see most often with smaller tier three type telephone company providers 
is that there's some inconsistencies in the various areas of their communication, that it's not necessarily uniform between print and between broadcast, or that their web presence differs from some of the other things that they're doing. So we see things a little bit more individually pieced rather than a comprehensive overall effort. We tend to see the comprehensive effort in a campaign, but not, necessar not necessarily overarching over everything they're doing. Sure. So if somebody attends your session tomorrow or listens to this podcast and they want to, to they appreciate this approach and they, it's something they want to get into, how do you start something like this? Because it seems like the kind of thing that the finished product is going to be excellent, but it seems like you're going to need some to hit it, uh, you know, with a running start to, to really get it going. How do folks uh, start with this approach? Well, one of the first aspects is really identifying what your brand is going to symbolize. And the other aspect is the research for immersive marketing is a little bit different than what typical market or marketing research is. And so you want to approach that research element of it. That's really going to be the foundation for everything that you do. And what type of research, uh, obviously market research, knowing the customers better, or what kind of research do you mean? Well, it's almost like a... Um, an anthropological type of research because you're looking at the lifestyle of the individuals and it's really from the perspective of the customer. So you want to get into what happens in their life day to day and how they live and kind of aspects um, of that nature that are far more detailed than what we normally see when we're looking at demographic research or buying pattern research or those kinds of things. Now, you talked about uh, storytelling and, and having the, the story of the company as part of the customer's lives, that sort of thing. Uh, obviously, the name of the podcast, Story Connect the Podcast, we're big believers in storytelling. Are there some things that you tell folks uh, when they're getting started with this uh, in terms of storytelling, how to do it well, how things not to do, or uh, just how you go about that approach uh, when, when it comes to bringing storytelling into, uh, into 360-degree marketing? Absolutely. The, the area that I tend to see people stumble in is that we make assumptions that because we're small telephone companies and we live in the areas that our customers live in and we have familiarity, that we understand them. And without really engaging the customer and, and looking at the different value systems and the, the parts of their life that set them apart, we can't just guess or assume. It's important that we have factual data upon which to base our business decisions. Absolutely. I think uh, I would agree with that 100%. Now, I know that uh, you know when we've been to panels and, and discussions, it's easier to get a lot of that uh, data for the big markets. Well, are, are there some tools or some ways that you found um, for folks to get some of that research? Are they doing commissioning kind of their own studies and that sort of thing? Or how do folks get some of that research that you're mentioning? A lot of times we make things more complicated than they have to be. We can get that research through survey systems. We can get that research through focus groups. We can get that research through customer engagement. We can get that recent uh, research through feedback forms. There are a lot of different ways that we can employ the tactics to get the information. We don't have to make it as complicated as we often do. Are there some of those that are your favorite methods or any tips for folks uh, you know, doing that? The focus group, I know, is something a lot of the telcos do. Uh, what makes the difference between a, a successful survey or a successful focus group and one that maybe doesn't get you the results that you want? Well, the surveys and the focus groups are very useful. And what 
needs to happen to have them be effective is that they have to be an objective one. We have to craft a survey instrument or craft the questions for a focus group in a way that they don't steer the customers. One of the other things that can be very useful is developing advisory councils of the different customer groups that you are in particular trying to reach. For example, if you're trying to get into the youth market to actually call up a advisory council of those customers and talk with them about how best to reach them and talk with them about what type of marketing message resonates, talk with them about how to reach their peers. Because as much as we like to think that we're in tune with all of our customers, we fall in different demographics and it's better to get the information directly from them. Sure, it's impossible for anybody to be connected with everything. I mean, that, that certainly makes sense. Well, Lori, thank you for uh, for joining us with this. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you'd like to talk about or any other parts of the presentation tomorrow that folks really need to know if they aren't able to, to join you for the presentation? Well, I guess um, what I would say is if they aren't able to join for the presentation, they can contact NTCA and get a copy of the presentation if they would find that helpful. Otherwise, I think we've covered the basics without delving too deeply into exactly what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to that session, and I know a lot of other folks are, too. So thank you very much, Lori, for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you. This has been Story Connect, the podcast. Thank you again to Lori uh, Virgin. Uh, with three, uh, her session is 360-degree marketing here at the NTCA PR and Marketing Conference. Uh, Lori is president of Empower Consulting. You'll find out more about her at empoweryourbusiness.com, or like she said, NTCA will be having uh, some of her information available for other folks. My name is Andy Johns. Thank you for joining me. And until we speak again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.